Kane's Fishing and Hunting Show on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Good morning and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly Fishing and Hunting Show, uh, with that, uh, you can listen to us on Kane FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And, uh, Rick, each Friday, these are the people, the reason we're here. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasoning and Foods. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number uh, 337-367-1240. You can also listen to us online here at Kane Radio at www.kane.com. K-A-N-E-1240.com. Anywhere in the world you can listen to us. And if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios at 107 West Main Street here in New Iberia, uh, next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And, you know, Rick, this past week uh, with the heat and all, I don't know what you hear about freshwater and saltwater fishing. Let's see, Tony. On the freshwater side, not too much. Uh, Now, on the saltwater side, I talked to one of my sales reps, and uh, he was saying that the last couple of weeks, you know, with this big dome of high pressure and and the basin is low, so they don't have the influx of fresh water coming into the saltwater. So actually, the the, the speckled trout fishing has been uh, very, very good. And uh, he said they, they were catching uh above way above normal uh size specs and they were catching some good size specs yeah this past couple of weeks well report i get too uh unexpected the trout with feeding uh leads to uh, uh some successful days on the sipmore point uh, right. uh yep. matter of fact the fishermen uh, out there in vermilion bay had some success thanks to some unexpected school of feeding trout despite the area's uh, usually calm waters, a cove of all places That's provided right. the backdrop for a particularly fruitful day, for uh, which included catching a sizable 17-inch trout mm-hmm. and a 27-inch redfish. Right. So the abundance of fish attracted by large numbers of shrimp, too, uh, resulted in notable capture of many white trout, too, for the lone uh, fisherman. Uh, uh, he even caught a stingray at first, and it was released back. And despite mm-hmm. Sipmore Point often... Uh, being seen as a less productive fishing area. Right. Uh, pretty impressive haul. Uh, and then I heard about the shrimp, Tony, when they, they, they ran early, but then as the heat progressed during the day, the shrimp just shut down. So, you know, that's got a lot to do with the fishing also. So I guess it's kind of like, you know, get out there early and, and beat the heat, catch a few fish. And the last couple of days, actually early in the morning, the weather's been very nice. That, you're right about that. I even felt one morning, I felt a little northern breeze. Yeah, so uh, that's, yeah, you're that's right. a good sign. Good yeah, sign. I want to say that was Wednesday but, morning. Yeah, you're right. Boy, this past week, though, beginning uh, uh, last Sunday, I yeah, mean, it was wow. a scorcher, bro. I mean, it was uh, so, probably set some record temperatures, uh, 106, yeah. 107, I've heard 108. And yeah, I think it was 108 in, uh, not, not Shreveport, but a Slidell. There's one I mean, uh, slide out. Uh, yep. That's some heat. And the kicker, oh, yeah. it would be, and it sounds crazy, but what saved us, the uh, humidity mm-hmm. was 50, 40, some days uh, 30. Yeah. I mean, if it had been in the 90s, right. it, it might have suffocated oh, yeah. with the uh, humidity yeah. getting up like that, uh, right. Rick. But uh, with regards to freshwater fishing. I uh, haven't uh, heard too much, Tony. They're yeah. fixing to draw down uh, Henderson. They're that's right, to today. Yeah, today. So. They're right. supposed to draw down, uh, and beginning today, they put it off for a month. Right. Don't know the reasonings, but uh, in the meantime, uh, 
out there in Butler Rose, uh, the water level this morning around uh, six o'clock or uh, was uh, around four foot. And uh, with the drawdown of Henderson Lake, it's going to see a little drop, but not much. It's going to end up, uh, oh, eight, ten days from now, 12 days from now, around uh, four foot. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at in that regard. So but Henderson's uh, always had a hydrilla problem, Tony. You know, they, they'll do this probably, whatever, four or five years. And uh, lately it seems like it's been, been every other year. But uh, that, that's the reason they're doing it, to try to get a handle on a hydrilla, which uh, – Hydrilla can can choke up a lake or swamp. In it. You know, it's a very invasive uh, a water species, and uh, it, it can be tough. It'll choke up a motor, you know. Anyway, uh, being cognizant over the last, I guess, uh, 30, 40 years with the Bayou Tesh, I've never seen that many uh, right. hydrilla in the Bayou yeah. as far back as I can remember. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, over the years, they've had some, and uh, uh, it's got to come from somewhere, and it's got to f- through the locks that's yeah, coming from somewhere. you know yeah. uh you know you can test lake canal locks that can yeah. pretty much uh, board up and then you have locks at keystone and there's a couple right. other areas along the bayou tesh with the fr- tesh uh vermilion freshwater yeah, and then district you gotta go all the way to the other end yeah that's right yeah. And they got some locks uh outside of course it's past the chaffalaya river but there's another big set of locks on the intercoastal uh yeah back by morgan city and uh, they just put a new set right there tony by the bridge in baldwin uh Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's only been there for about a year, year and a half. I noticed the other day when I was passing through that. that I said, oh wow, that's some some uh, something to do maybe with the uh, outlet there. Yeah, and, uh, right. That way, when we get a storm, they they close it and uh, okay. you know makes and, sense. And the water doesn't get get up in, in from the bayou into the houses. Okay, we got a phone call here on the line. Yeah. Let's go to it. You're on the line with uh, the fishing and hunting show. Yeah, Mike Simmons there. How Hello, good doing? morning, Mike. How up, are Mike? you? Good, good, good. y'all. All good. Right. Uh, Mike, were y'all able to have y'all big championship? Uh, uh, didn't y'all have it last weekend? No? Sunday. Sunday, Just yeah. Last Sunday. Yeah, yeah, in all that heat. Yeah, 107 degrees. Wow, we just <laughs> talked about that. Uh, anyway, uh, well, why don't you go ahead and no. give us uh, some information uh, with your championship right. fight. And the, the Wednesday before that, I didn't call in the Friday. I was scouting. Uh-huh. But just a highlight about uh-huh. the false point, the last uh, yeah. hog fight, they did have a six five seven caught by Blaine Miller uh-huh. in, in the lake. Oh wow! And they they won they won the last one with eight eight point something pounds. So okay. just a highlight of that one. Okay. But right. uh, yeah, the, the classic we had uh, seventeen boats and uh, angler of the year went to Austin Terrio and Gavin. They had the most points throughout the year. So they won themselves $300 right off the bat. All right. And then uh, Big Bass for for the Classic was 3.58 with Jerry Morcott and Johnny Hester. That was worth 200 And then fourth place was uh, myself and Michael Bryan for five fish for 9.35. Third place was Vic Segura and Roman Segura, his grandson, with 9.38, and that was worth $600. All right. And uh, second place was 10.02, Brad Romero and Devin Barrett, $915. And then the AOIs won the Classic, Austin and Gavin, with 11.90, worth $825. Wow. Wow. How did did y'all persevere with the heat out there uh, Sunday, too, uh, Mike? uh, It was was a struggle, but... (laughs) Did did y'all even have any wind or anything? 
Uh, a little bit wind, yeah. And we usually weigh in at four, but we brought it up to three just because of the heat. Okay. Uh, right. So, but uh, and uh, all fish were kept alive. We didn't weigh in no dead fish. It's not allowed, and nobody had any dead fish. So good for y'all. They, they took care of it, but uh, yeah, throughout the year, just a little thing. 117 fishermen fished at least one tournament throughout the whole series. Uh huh. And the total entry fees that were collected was fifteen thousand six hundred. So, just to give you a little idea that. Well, it pretty you know, even with all the, the the heat and the weather and all that, it was still a pretty successful year going all the way back when y'all cranked it up back in March, uh, Mike. So. Uh, oh yeah, very very successful. And, so we're looking uh, forward to next year. Sure, absolutely, uh, and uh, we appreciate you calling in. Each and every other Wednesday, you know, to get the results of the Wednesday night hog fights. And, uh, of course, a lot of names uh, Ricky and I recognize uh, with that over the course of the year. But, uh, again, uh, thank you each week for doing that. And we look forward to uh, next year with you giving us a call in with the results of the Wednesday night hog fights out at, uh, at Marshfield each, uh, each week uh, when you all have them there or whether it be in uh, St. Martin or out at uh, uh, Mayette Point or wherever the case may be. Anyway. Well, I appreciate y'all having me on. All All right, right, Mike. Thank week. you, bud. Yeah, yes. you're quite welcome, right. Mike. Uh, have a safe one, you hear? Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Interesting, uh, Rick, uh, with that, uh, you know, uh, a lot of money, a lot, oh, of, yeah. a lot of fishermen. Uh, yeah, it was – this year was a, an off year, Tony, with the, you know, with the winds. Uh, we haven't had very, very little south winds lately, and when we get a little south breeze, that's when the showers pop up. But uh, yeah, like you said, with the heat and everything, it was uh, th- this year was a little different. It was, and uh, considering, of course, the heat basically really got started, I guess, in the middle second week of July, something like that. Yeah, really started kicking. Yeah, yeah with with that and that big high sitting over us, uh, just hovering uh, like a rain. That uh, probably the yeah. one of the July and uh, early August, probably the most uh, of our little. Uh, of rain we've had over the course of uh, I can recall yeah. uh, through this time of the year because we'd always have some afternoon showers, right? Uh, w- whether it be in the area, but uh, the lack of rain yeah. just uh, and in the last few trips, Tony, we went on. I noticed early and in the fish just pretty much. I mean, it gets so daggone hot, bro. So they probably caught a bunch early, and after that, you just tough it out. Like Mike said, it's usually at four, and they stepped it up to three on kind of the heat. You know? Yeah, and it, you can't blame them. No, too. no, uh, and it's you know, it's it gets hot. Man, they get out there early in the morning, crank it up. Yep. So uh, with that, anyway, going on uh, this is the last weekend, folks, for the CCA tournament results in the Southwest Division. Uh, where everything goes shut down uh, Monday afternoon around five p.m. here on uh, on uh, uh, the CCA tournament, uh, and then pretty much things are basically remaining the same. So uh, a lot of fishermen uh, uh, out there uh, with regards to uh, a lot of prizes being won. It's still. You know, uh, if you're you're a member and you signed up, it's still opportunities to secure some of these uh, uh, fantastic uh, $5,000 offshore tackle. And it looks like it just started, Tony, and it's over. Yeah, Yeah. right. In three months, it just gone by. And uh, with that, but a lot of fun for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. uh, 
all I can say is that uh, we enjoyed it, uh, keeping up with it. We'll have some more results uh, as a uh, we'll probably report this another two weeks on uh, Kane Radio's fishing and hunting show due to the fact that uh, usually they lag about a week behind uh, with yep. the results. They pin them up, and uh, we'll have those results. And that big and, bank was what? Uh, uh, usually in October, October up in uh, Baton Rouge. Uh, of course, we had the local uh, banquet here about two weeks ago yes, uh, out in Decade, uh, uh I guess recreational facility where mm-hmm. I think they raised over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, man. Yep. And oh yeah, I didn't get the name of who maybe uh, was a lucky person that won that nineteen and a half footer, but yep. uh, we'll find out or see something sooner or later. So uh, in the meantime, uh, uh, fishing days are here, and uh, of course uh, with that, uh, the red snapper uh, uh, landing estimates through August the thirtieth, as it came in. Uh, uh, yesterday afternoon sometime, I was able to pull it up this morning. And uh, through August 20th, the real uh, time uh, landings data collection program, 735,000 uh, pounds or 78.7% of Louisiana's allocated amount of 934,587 pounds okay. have been harvested so far. Of course, today, September 1st. That's two weeks ago. Uh, and that, so we'll see. Uh, how much, of course, with school being in again and uh, all, uh, we'll see. Of course, back in July, July 17th, they uh, increased the limit to four from four. three. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, the same 16-inch total lift, minimum size until the landings hit our landings estimate. And uh, with approximately uh, 21.3% uh, left to go, about a fifth. It'll uh, be close. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you wonder if they're going to might extend it pass uh the uh september 4th deadline at 5 p.m so right not sure but uh we'll keep the rest of it here and see what takes place so uh yeah, this ha- year they chopped it down a little bit didn't they Tony? yeah uh i'm trying to recall yeah because last year they went they went over yeah that's yeah. right that's what they did but in other words we should have been collecting maybe 940 50,000 pounds right while we're only doing 934 this year right so uh but we had an increase and uh, an increase in the number you can catch the number right yeah with the four uh uh snappers so uh, in the yeah. meantime and of course got to remind you folks uh, if you're going out this weekend giving it one last uh, look yeah. you need that uh, uh, recreational uh, offshore landing permit they're free but you got to apply for it yes sir. Uh, to catch those red snapper of course uh, game wardens will be out there this weekend you know it's oh, yeah. uh, going to be part of that so uh, just to remind folks about uh, catching your red snapper and uh, last weekend we'll see what happens with the department with regards to uh, uh, the uh, limits and all for that. Right. Rick, something I mentioned to you off the air earlier this morning uh, was about the uh, Louisiana Department uh, of Wildlife Fisheries reminds uh, the wildlife management area uses about the new boat powercraft exhaust regulations. Uh, yep. That's something I'm not uh, real familiar with, but with the teal season beginning September 15th, yeah. uh, the wildlife management uses what, uh, about the exhaust regulations for power boats and powercraft uh, utilize on these wildlife management right. areas. So uh, with yeah. that, these these new motors, Tony. You know the the, the older style is a, a of course called a two stroke. You mix the oil and the gas, which duh, everybody knows that. But these four strokes use no oil. It's just like a car. You change the oil in it in your motor, just like you do on your car. So the new four strokes burn a lot cleaner, and that's what they're talking about. They're trying to get you know. Up, upgrade versions that way you, you don't have all the pollution on the on a wma you know wildlife management areas and uh, that's what they're talking about okay so i guess they're going to really start you know cracking down on that so you know like i said the the, the four strokes burn much cleaner than the, than the old two strokes 
And, uh, of course, important, too, with that, uh, Rick. And uh, as uh, wildlife and fisheries people, you know, they're pretty much well, on yeah, top of that. Yeah, they want to keep the oil, and you can't blame, you know, the, the oil and the films off the water, Tony, you know, with the wildlife. And, uh, like I said, in the management area, it's, it's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Anyway, also, uh, just, to, you know, with hunting season coming up uh, with that, you know, it's been a hot summer. <laughs> you can say what you want, but yeah. it is hot. Of oh, course, yeah. it's a hot time of the year. It will be hot. Yeah. And, uh, of course, it hadn't been this dry before. And, uh, yeah. you know, with the teal season and uh, dove season opening up, dove season, uh, you know, with hunters, uh, they're asking you to be almost yeah. careful. No burning, uh, yeah. Yeah, with burning and all and uh, uh, bearing yeah. the drought ending, uh, trenching, uh, from a hurricane, uh, right. if we'd, uh, lo and behold, not looking for yeah. one. And, Tony, what I understand that the farmers can't even burn this time of year. You know, this year, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough, you know, unless we start getting some rain, and yeah. we may. We may. We may, but, boy, some of that sugar cane, you know, is not yeah. sprouting like no, it usually does. No, do. it's not. And uh, with that, of course, they're just getting through planting right now uh, <sighs> as they're wrapping Man. that up in this yeah. heat. And uh, Anyway, it's just more just uh, to keep people aware. Of course, you know, people like to hunt and some of these people, whether they smoke cigarettes, cigars, Ooh, pipes, or yeah. whatever, uh, just, man, just be so careful. Yeah. Uh, I saw here in the area uh, with, uh, I guess, uh, they had a, a small old brush fire here in New Iberia out there on the uh, right. east end of town, yeah. out there off a of bayard or somewhere like up said, in there. You don't realize, you know, you throw a cigarette out, it, it can catch, it, it's dry, so it can catch quick. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, and you know, the... The burning of fields for you dove hunters, you know, it's kind of been uh, banned uh, with that. So, uh, anyway, wildlife and fisheries upland biologists suggest mowing a bush hogging a field to get as clear as ground as possible, and the residue can be raked to shredded or lightly dis, uh, disc, but heavy uh, disking will cover too much of the seed. So, right. anyway, remember, you have to follow those regulations, folks. So, uh, with that, so to keep that in mind, of course, the dove fields, uh, they've got wildlife fisheries as least fields near Doretta and Colfax for Saturday's opening day of uh, dove hunting season. So hunters will be permitted or have uh, need permits to enter those fields. But uh, access opens at 5 a.m., uh, begin 30 minutes before sunrise, a $10 registration fee. Adults must, uh, plus a co- convenience fee. Hunters 17 and younger do not have to pay the registration fee. Dogs, ATVs will be allowed only non-toxic uh, shot, uh, shot size six and smaller can be used. So, yep, uh, steel shot. That's right. Well, with the ducks, you know, images from southwest Louisiana aren't good in the lack of water. Uh, anyway, in the drought conditions, I mean, areas for the migrating teal will be restricted by the time that 16-day season opens September 16th, okay. folks. So they're not looking as many birds as what they're saying? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Worse, it's still drying out the marsh ponds, and usually a good thing in early summer, but this prolonged. So, uh, yeah. We'll see how that all come into play. Another thing to keep an eye on you uh, hunters out there is the ticks, man. Yeah. With the dry weather the like dry, this, yeah. poo, man. Just be careful and be, uh, you know, with these some of these long sleeve uh, shirts you probably wear, to, not to be exposed in the heat. You yeah. know, hopefully we can get some cool little breezes before all that cranks up in the meantime. Yes, so uh, the season right around the corner. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, they're getting ready, especially people like to hunt doves and, uh, and yeah. teal and things of mm-hmm. that nature. So, yes, sir. Anyway, uh, just about ready to take our first break here on Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. we got more to talk about. Stick with us. We'll be right back. 
Discover Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning and Ragin' Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce, seasoning, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Ragin' Cajun original recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana over the last 38 years. Ask for Ragin' Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask them for that rage and cajun say ball a new carrier heating and air conditioning system from dolls heating and cooling can save you money every month thanks to the newest line of carrier energy efficient technology products you can lower your utility bill don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer turn to the carrier experts at dolls heating and cooling call dan you're my ac man today at 337-367-2511 that's 337-367-2511 license number 6286 locally owned and operated alamo hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene specializing in welding grinding and hard chrome plating Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza. And delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza. 256-5783. That's 256-5783. Hi, this is Boxcar Bajlow inviting you to join me and PGA Golf professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m. We'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by GolfBalls.com and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Kane Row, and Sugar Oak. So let's make a tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Stream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. And, uh, of course, dove season opening up. Uh, shooting yep. hours uh, one half hour before sunrise to sunset. And the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries would like to remind dove hunters that the opening day shooting hours uh, on private dove field leases in the wildlife management areas are the same as outside. So one half hour before sunrise to sunset, dove season tomorrow, fellas. Only non-toxic shot size six or smaller to be allowed in these fields. So in addition to a hunting license, all migratory bird, uh, game bird hunters are required for to have the HIP certified, so uh, which is available for free on the Louisiana Department of Wildlife website. So uh, with that, uh, go through that website, get it up, and uh, get ready for tomorrow morning. So uh, here already, Anton. yeah. Sunrise, Man. what about uh, six thirty-five, six forty, somewhere in there. It's getting a little later now. So yep. you're looking at uh, maybe six ten. You can yep. crank by, it up by, somewhere by, in yeah. there. That's so about uh, right. yeah. Anyway, uh, for you guys out there. So uh, anyway, want to remind you again about uh, you dove hunters uh, out there. Uh, with regards to uh, you can't not burn those, you got a burn ban, statewide burn ban, yeah. and uh, 
The department would like to remind those hunters uh, the dove fields cannot be burned in preparation for the opening weekend, which is tomorrow. Nope. And with the burn ban in effect, one of the most popular methods for uh, preparing uh, your fields is not an option to go behind preparing a dove field on opening day or any other day. Or of dove hunting is to have uh, available food that is easily accessible to doves, and doves feed on small grains and uh, need easy access to them. Therefore, right. the dove field must uh, have bare ground or to be cut that the vegetation is short and not covered with stalk residue. So uh, anyway, a good alternative to burning uh, is to mow or bush hog them, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. In order to create the clean ground desired for doves, uh, the residue can be raked or shredded, uh, lightly disc, uh, heavy disc, and will cover too much of the seed. So remember, it's not uh, legal to burn it and uh, manipulate uh, planted grains anyway for doves anyway it's uh, something you need to look at make sure of course you know with the season opening tomorrow not everybody's going to be out there with the heat and all but uh, right. as the season moves along yeah. another week or so you might want to prepare hopefully you get some uh yeah. nicer weather so to well, speak and we're uh, supposed to get a little rain this weekend tony so maybe yeah, we'll make up a little ground so to speak yeah hopefully that uh, i know i've been watering my plants so uh yeah. with a little soak holes uh over the period of time instead of I guess uh, watering them down and let the yeah. sun burn them, though. But right. uh, uh, I've lost a couple, but uh, I'm keeping the others, trying to keep them alive. Yep. Anyway, uh, workshops, uh, folks. Uh, workshops, uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife Fisheries is now accepting applications for two fall women's fishing 101 workshops. This is pretty interesting, too, Rick, and All they're right. kind of limited how many they're going to have. But I know last year they had one, and it was so uh, – uh, uh, asked about and ladies getting involved in it and uh, they had to have another one uh, and it's limited in that regard to the people but I even think they had a third and fourth one and the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Foundation are teaming up to uh, present two this year of women's fishing 101 workshops this fall the workshops are open to women over the age of 18 are looking to become knowledgeable and confident anglers and the workshops cover a variety of skills to help make uh, fishing more enjoyable of course the louisiana department of wildlife uh, biologists and aquatic volunteer instructors will train 15 women per event and fish identification the best uh, fish handling practices preparing fish equipment basic fishing skills as well as cleaning storing and cooking fish I think the ladies probably know all about that now. Yep. Anyway, participants will be randomly selected for the fall of 2023 and the spring of 2024. Uh, overnight uh, weekend fishing trip under the direction of Louisiana and wildlife and fisheries biologists and volunteer instructors during the May and June of uh, 2024. And uh, from what I can recall, it was really successful. Had a lot of ladies uh, wanting to sign up and get involved. Uh, of course, it's first come, first serve. And uh, with that, uh, you have until Friday, September 29th to remember that each woman's fishing shop limited to 15 per uh, date. Participants must uh, be first-time attendees, may only attend one workshop. Selected registrants uh, will be notified via email prior to each workshop. Applicants will not be reviewed until after the application period has closed. So I guess that's on the 29th. Meanwhile, uh, while not required to register, participants must possess a valid Louisiana fishing license to participate. And purchasing that fishing license, you can go to the website yeah. and download it. It's pretty easy. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, the Women's Fishing Workshops are hosted in conjunction with the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries uh, Foundation. The foundation was formed to help and expand 
the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Education and Research Programs with additional resources developed through its own facilities. This is a great event, too, for uh, ladies who uh, have limited uh, knowledge about fishing, but, right. you know, with identifying the different fish. That's and, what I was fixing to say, Tony. It's worth that, it just to do that's that. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right, and uh, and believe me, I'm sure there's most, a lot of fresh water, uh, you know. Oh yeah, you're right about that, that. People don't realize, you know. Yeah, you're right about from that. From the Sakale and on and on, you know, bass, sun perch. Oh, it yep. is, and uh, hopefully uh, uh, these ladies can get involved, and it's pretty neat and all, uh, Rick, uh, with that. So uh, we'll see uh, how it goes, but uh, you need to go to the Louisiana Department of Wildlife Fisheries website and read into it and uh, register, and hopefully they'll select you. Uh, um, um, my mind tells me it's first come, first serve yeah. in, in that regard. But it yeah. had a lot of enthusiasm Last about year, a lot yeah. of participation. Right. Yep. They could, if not, they could probably open it up to 30 ladies uh, and yeah. uh, have four or five of them. Because from what I understand, that, that was uh, uh, pursued a lot by the ladies trying oh, to yeah. uh, get involved in that and yeah. everything. And some so, good old fried fish is hard to beat, Tony. Oh, you got that yep. right, too. But properly prepared dog, boy, yeah. You, yeah, it's tough. As yep. a matter of fact, I had during the week I had some uh, some catfish. So, oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, in the meantime. Uh, elsewhere, Rick, uh, uh, with regards, and we kind of skipped over it a little bit uh, right. with that. Uh, of course, we're going to remind people about your license. You know, yeah. it's oh, year yeah. to year now. Yep. Uh, it's not uh, June 30th, and uh, I know I'm kind of beating that like a dead horse, but just – People forget, yeah. you know, and uh, want to remind you when you bought, bought your license last year during the year, it didn't end in June. Uh, so you got to renew that uh, every uh, year on the date you the bought day it. you bought it. That's, That's right. right. So mm-hmm. uh, with that, uh, the old June uh, expiration date's out now. And I think it kind of uh, flattens out uh, when the money comes in and all. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it was all coming in in June uh, of the previous years, but uh, now have it uh, uh uh, spread out yeah, over spread the course out. of time. Right. So, yep. in the meantime, Rick, uh, just a little fishing. Uh, uh, this, uh, yeah, I guess with the weather, you haven't been out much at all. No, it's uh, like you said. Just you know, got a lot going on, Tony. But I've been talking and, and look like you know the the tide turned a little, so to speak. Um, and saltwater, like I said, has been doing good. I spoke to one of my reps, and uh, he's he's got a camp out at the point, and they they've been catching some some whopper specks, bro, some nice specks. Yeah, and yeah. that's you know I, it's been years since. Of course, they, you catch like, some specks in the cove uh, over right. the years, but yeah. just I can remember as a youth, uh, uh, man, you throw your line in, oh yeah, uh, double lines, and you yeah. pull two of them in, and yeah. you could, I mean, you could see the the schools yeah. of specks, right? In and the I water. guess Tony, the way the wind's been blowing, it's bringing an influx of salt water, which is good. So it brings the bait, which is the shrimp, you know, and the smaller fish, and then here come the specks, you know. And also, too, uh, a lot of work being done and have been done out there at Sipmore Points uh, State Park, too, yeah. with that. Uh, I haven't been out there late recently, but I know when I was out there oh, a couple months ago uh, and uh, doing a lot of work out there, the beach is in good shape. There was a lot of progress met out there on the beach. Right. And uh, a lot of sand being poured and fixed up. And uh, and they also have a boardwalk out there uh, where you I've can walk that. back yeah. into there. That's uh, nice. Yeah. A little swamp they have there you can fish from. And uh, it's a lot of work being done. I, I can't recall. Senior citizens getting free. I think right. the cutoff is 60 yeah. for senior citizens to ride out there. And they've uh, fixed up uh, the bathrooms uh, and put done other things out there at Sipmore Point uh, uh, at the park, uh, the state park. And the cabins are out there. To, usually they're pretty well occupied during the course of the summer, of course, with the heat. And 
And uh, so it's, uh, it's, you know, things shaping up out Sipmore Point uh, in that. Anyway, Rick, uh, just uh, before we uh, end the show, uh, I know uh, you, had you planned on uh, hitting out this weekend or anything well, of that it, nature? It, we may go take a trip Sunday evening. It depends on the weather. You know, we're right. supposed to catch a, a good amount of rain Sunday, so we'll kind of wait and see, you know, hang around and see what's going on with that. Anyway, uh, with that course today, Friday, the 1st of September, yep. folks. Rolling around. Oh, are All we right. ever. Anyway, the sun rose in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay at 645. Uh, sunset will be at 729 this evening. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the first high tide was at uh, 557. Meanwhile, the next high tide will be at 514 p.m. this evening. Elsewhere, the first low tide will be at 1107 a.m. this morning. The next low tide will be at 1149 p.m. tonight. Tomorrow, Saturday, the 2nd of September, the sun's going to rise at uh, 646. The sunset will be at 728. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the first high tide will be at 613 and the next high tide at 646. The only low tide of the day will be at 1204. Meanwhile, uh, Sunday, the 3rd of September, the sun's going to rise at uh, 646, set at 727. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the first low tide will be at 1243 a.m. and the next low tide at 101 p.m. The first high tide will be at 627 a.m. The next uh, high tide at 8 25 p.m. Average water temperature in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay. I find this hard to believe. It's, it's 79 degrees. 79. Yeah, not with all that heat. Uh, just uh, not unless we had a, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, some uh, the Gulf Stream had some water that moved yeah, somewhere. Cool down, huh? I can't yeah. believe that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, with that, uh, uh, folks, uh, uh, course, Rick, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these fine people. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasoning and Foods. And our motto is always, Kids that hunt and fish, don't steal and deal.